Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. It's the holiday season. And now, Santa's Inbox, brought to you by the National Association for Making Improvements on Nearly Everything. And here's your host, your friend and mine, Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Hey there, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Santa Claus, coming to you from the North Pole. I've got a sack full of letters from kids all over the world that I'm going to read to you plus some special messages and dedications that other folks have asked me to read as well. Santa! Santa! Excuse me, Santa! Who's that? Oh, hello, Stinky. Stinky, say hello to our listeners out there, why don't you? What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello. Now, Santa, I need you to... Kid, Stinky here is my number one elf here at my workshop. Why, we've been together for about 150 years now, ain't we, son? 153. And don't remind me. Now, listen, Santa, I need you to... Always on the job, ain't you, Stinky? Well, that's what makes you so gall-darn-reliable, eh, son? Santa, how many times do I have to tell you? I ain't your son! Now look, I got a lot of work to get done while you're sitting in here guzzling eggnog and talking into a microphone, so if you don't mind... <laughs> Why, sure, Stinky, sure. What do you got for me? Sign here. Got a pen? Thanks. Santa Claus. Okay. Now initial here. Okay. S-C. There. Now what? Now, sign this one to indicate that you authorize your initials. Okay. And initial here, here, and here. All righty. What am I initialing for? To indicate that your initials are valid in lieu of signature. Okay, that's it. Okay. Well, that certainly seemed important, Stinky. What's it all for? It's for a rubber stamp of your signature, so we don't have to go through this all the time. <laughs> Good old Stinky. Now, don't mind him, kids. All of my other elves are happy and jolly enough, so he don't have to be. Now, where was I? Oh, yeah. I was telling you about all the wonderful letters I've been receiving from boys and girls all over the world. Well, like I promised, I'll be reading them out loud, plus some other messages, and then we'll wind up with a very special Christmas story from some friends of mine. But first, let's take a short break while we hear a special message from some other friends of mine. The preceding segment of our program was brought to you by Peanut Butter and Jelly, the greatest name in sandwiches. And that car, the one that everybody wants but nobody can afford, don't you wish you had one? And now back to the show. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome back, boys and girls. 
Your old pal Santa Claus is just putting on his reading glasses to take a gander at this first letter. Now let's see. Dear Santa Claus, my name is Trina and I'm five years old. <clears throat> I live in Williamsport, Indiana. For Christmas this year, I hope you'll bring me three big fire trucks, real ones, so I can give them to our volunteer fire department and they'll let me drive them someday. My daddy told me that the fire trucks we have are really old and have to be worked on all the time. So if you can bring me fire trucks instead of any toys, that'll be good. Thanks, and I love you, Trina. Well, now, isn't that nice? Trina, you're a very thoughtful little girl. Santa will look into getting those fire trucks, and don't worry, I'll bring something for you, too. Hmm, now what's next? Okay, here we are. Dear Santa, my favorite thing in the world is Cap'n Crunch cereal, <laughs> but my mom says it'll rot my teeth. At the store a couple of days ago, I saw that they had Christmas Crunch, but Mommy said if I wanted it, I will have to ask Santa for it. So please bring me seven boxes of Christmas Crunch, no, eight, and also a football, and a new t-shirt with a pocket on the front like my grandpa wears. And if you get a chance, a kitty with orange stripes will be pretty cool. Oh, my name is David, and I live in Orlando. Thanks, your friend, David. <laughs> well, David, you sure do know what you like. That old Christmas crunch is pretty good stuff. And if you brush regular, son, it won't really rot your teeth like your ma says. Hmm. And a kitty, huh? With orange stripes? I assume he wants a real one, huh? Well, I'll see what we can do about all this, David. Thanks for your letter, and Merry Christmas to you. Do we have some more? Yep, we sure do. Let me see here. Oh, this is from Stefan, and he's nine years old and lives in Rockport, Texas. Stefan says he wants, uh, well, a lot of things. Tis a considerable list. Let's see. A plasma globe, a phone, an iPod, an Alexa, a Nintendo Switch, a camera, an archaeologist kit, and a paleontologist kit. And he must really like Juicy Fruit Gum because he put a big number after it. A one with, uh, three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fourteen 14 zeros after it. <laughs> How much is that? A Brazilian? <laughs> oh my, and the list goes on. He says, for his little brother, I should bring a giant Mickey Mouse poppet. Three feet long and three feet tall. Wow. Also, a three foot long dark chocolate bar shaped like a cat. I'll have to ask Stinky if we have any of those left. Mrs. Claus likes to snack on those. Hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, the half-asleep coloring book. And finally, a bike with training wheels. Whew. Well, Stefan, I sure hope you've been a very good boy this year, because that's a mighty big list, all right. But I'll sure see what I can do for you. Thanks for writing, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Well, we got a few more of these nice letters to read, and then that story, I promised you. But first, I gotta go see an elf about a reindeer. So you just sit tight and listen to this special message, and I'll be back right after. Hi, friends. Phil Boyd Studge here again with a special offer from one of our sponsors, Crazy Crambone's Discount Warehouse in Sandusky, Ohio. Crazy Crambone has just received a shipment of something that's sure to appeal to owners of Chinese restaurants who are looking to save money, or perhaps to people with an unusual sense of humor who want to entertain their dinner guests in a special way. Approximately 17 cases of slightly irregular fortune cookies. Um, what makes these fortune cookies slightly irregular is the actual fortune messages inside, which seem to have been placed there by a disgruntled employee of the factory that made them. I have a few samples here. Um, 
You will soon be hit by a number five bus and spend several weeks in the hospital. Hmm. Another one says, Love will always find the person sitting across from you on a number five bus. Okay. Uh, and this last one, which reads, A co-worker will steal your ideas and use them to gain a big promotion. So, lots of laughs there, obviously. So, if you're in the market for approximately 17 cases of these slightly irregular fortune cookies, hurry over to Crazy Crambones Discount Warehouse, Sandusky, Ohio, and pick them up today. And now, let's get back to our show. Jolly old St. Nicholas, lean your ear this way. Don't you tell a single soul what I'm going to say Christmas Eve is coming soon Now you dear old man Whisper what you'll bring to me Tell me And we're back. Howdy boys and girls. Santa Claus here up at the North Pole reading your letters and messages out loud as a special public service of the Mutual Audio Network. <clears throat> now my next letter well, I hope I can make it through without busting into tears. Here goes. Dear Santa Claus, I'm probably too old to believe in you at 13, but if you're out there, maybe you can help me. My name is Dominic, and I live in Fort Collins, Colorado. Last year, I started high school, and I tried out for the track team, but the coach said I didn't have the right kind of shoes. My dad works three jobs, and my mom is going to nursing school at night, and I have four little brothers and a sister to take care of, so there ain't enough money to get me the right kind of shoes. I can't sing, and I don't act, and I can't play football, so track is the only thing I can get involved in. When I run, I feel alive. So I need some shoes. I will be 100% the best son to my folks and the best big brother to my little brothers and sister, I promise. So please do what you can. Thanks, and Merry Christmas, Dominic. Now, now, I gotta tell you, kids, letters like this one from Dominic kind of break my old heart. His folks sure do love him and his brothers and sister, else they wouldn't be working so hard and all. And Dominic, you ain't never too old to believe in me, son. You'll get them track shoes, you sure will. And you can count on some other nice things under the tree, too, for all of you. Your mom and dad, too. Thanks for your letter, and Merry Christmas. Okay, what's next? Oh, we got a special dedication message here. Hold on. From Phil Boyd Studs to the Narada Radio Company, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for all of the wonderful performances you gave to our audio dramas. And here's another one, a real sweet message. From CKS to TC, we'll celebrate our 21st wedding anniversary in 2022, and I still consider myself the luckiest man in the world. Thanks for all you've done for me to make me a better man, a better father, and the best husband I can be. Merry Christmas and all the love in my heart. Oh, now there's a feller who really loves his missus. That's real sweet, ain't it? Now listen, boys and girls, if you're listening to this here podcast and you ain't wrote to your old pal Santa Claus yet, there's still plenty of time to get your messages to me and for me to read them in our next couple of episodes. Send your emails to me at santas.xmas.inbox at gmail.com. That's S-A-N-T-A-S dot X-M-A-S dot I-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. My last podcast goes out on Christmas Eve, and you'll have to get your emails to me no later than December 17th. But don't wait till then. Send them off right away. 
All righty, it's almost time for our last letter and that story I promised you, so don't go away. One of my friends wants to tell you something important, okay? Hi, friends. This is Rinzi Korsetsov, one of the members of the Narada Radio Company, and I've been asked to introduce our newest sponsor, Dr. Gumheel's Amazing Sausage Museum in beautiful, historic Bumperson, Wyoming. At long last, Dr. Gumheel has opened the doors of his family home in Bumperson to display to the waiting public the results of a lifelong fascination with pork products, the Amazing Sausage Museum. Stroll down the oak-paneled corridors of this fully restored 19th-century Victorian mansion and view thousands upon thousands of samples of sausage collected over the course of several generations and passed down to the present Dr. Wrigley S. Gumheel, who has continued the strange yet fascinating hobby of his forebears. See actual samples of sausage served in the Theodore Roosevelt White House and other samples from as far back as the Ottoman Empire. Witness the lifelike diorama displaying the sausage-making methods of Neanderthal man. Thrill to the pre-recorded sounds of people eating links and patties in restaurants. Educate yourself and your family at the gorgeous full-color wall chart that depicts every single variety of sausage ever made. So come early and stay late at Dr. Gumheel's Amazing Sausage Museum in historic Bumperson, Wyoming. Open seven days a week. Closed on all Jewish holidays. Nose plugs available in the gift shop. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you wherever you are. Good tidings for you. Welcome back to the Santa's Inbox Podcast. Santa Claus here, bringing you that story I promised, and it came with its own letter, which I'll read to you, and then we'll go straight into the story. I think it's from France, which is a lovely country. Here goes. Dear Santa, please, 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 can you help me? My name is Grandma Giant, and my grandson is Jack the Little Giant. We call him that because he is a giant, but he's still quite little. Well, for a giant. Anyway, Santa, he is in trouble. Again. He has been quite naughty, and his mummy and daddy are very cross with him. They say he doesn't even deserve any Christmas presents this year. Can you imagine that? No presents from Santa? But you remember Jack, don't you, Santa? He's a good boy, really. You know that. Even if he does sometimes get up to a wee bit of mischief, like boys do. Okay, Grandpa Giant will tell you everything Jack did, and then I hope you'll ask his mummy and daddy to forgive him again. And hey, maybe the other boys and girls listening here can write and tell you what they think. Does Jack the Little Giant deserve to get Christmas presents? But first of all, Grandpa Giant will tell you all about Jack's latest adventure. This is what happened to him. Mommy Giant and Daddy Giant are in bed, all fast asleep. Jack the Little Giant is bored, so he decides to creep like a naughty little boy out into the night. He zooms on his scooter through the bright moonlight. He goes into the city and sees a high tower. The clock at the top shows it's ten past the hour. Who are you, my big friend? asks a voice from below. I am Jack, the little giant, he replies. Well, hello. Perhaps you can help me. I am Phil, the French fox. Can you please lift that tower? I can't find my socks. Jack lifts up the tower. Well, he is very strong. Phil laughs 
and runs off saying, you have done wrong. I just tricked you into breaking that steeple. You will get into trouble with all the town people. Jack is upset. He never meant any harm. He believed that poor Phil needed socks to keep warm. He has broken the tower. He must fix it, and soon. He needs to think, so he stares up at the silvery moon. I can visit my gran. She's got a big brain, and it's fun to go to the seaside by train. Or I'll go see my grandpa. I'll just get a bus. He'll soon sort my problem without any fuss. He's quite far away. He lives over in France. I'll climb the Eiffel Tower and do that funny French dance. Ah, I know who can help me. My friend's at the zoo. So Jack runs through the city, past the man with one shoe. Jack climbs over the wall and into the zoo, where he sees Al the elephant. Jack, how are you? I have broken this tower and I just cannot fix it. Please help me out. Look, I brought you a biscuit. His friend wants to help him, but does not know how. He scratches his chin and wrinkles his brow. Jack, this may sound funny, but try not to laugh. I think you should go ask Janine, the giraffe. She is very clever, and she is very tall. She sees lots of things when she looks over the wall. Janine, the giraffe, is so happy to see Jack, but she has no good ideas to put him on track. You can ask Katie, the nice kangaroo. She might know something that can maybe help you. Or uh, Helen the hippo. (laughs) Or Cameron the croc. But none of his friends can help Jack fix the clock. Little voice says, why do you look so sad? I broke this clock tower. I've been very bad. I'm Brian the wee monkey. I'm not very bright. So I don't really know if this idea is right. Ummy Monkey always tells me, so I'll tell you, Jack. If I take what I shouldn't, then I must put it back. Brian, you are clever. Jack jumps to his feet and takes the tower back to its place in the street. It looks so good there. Jack claps with delight, then goes home to his bed and sleeps happily all night. The end. For now. Well, that was some story, wasn't it? Old Grandpa Giant seems to understand that boys and girls don't always mean to get in trouble. Sometimes it just happens. So I think Jack's mom and daddy will forgive him. And of course, he'll get some giant-sized toys from me. I like that little old tale, and I hope to play some more for you in future episodes. Well, kids, that's about all the time we have for this episode of Santa's Inbox. I hope you had a good time, and I hope to hear from more of you in the near future. Remember to write me at santas.xmas.inbox at gmail.com. That's S-A-N-T-A-S dot X-M-A-S dot I-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. Don't wait. Write right away to make sure your letter or message gets read aloud on a future episode. This is your old pal Santa Claus saying don't wait for it to rain, dear. Don't wait for it to snow, man. And don't wait for Christmas cookie. Tell somebody you love them today. Bye for now.
You've been listening to episode one of Santa's Inbox, brought to you by the National Association for Making Improvements on Nearly Everything. The story of Jack the Little Giant was written and read by C.E. Ayer. The voice of Stinky the Elf was performed by Wilfo the Otter. The voice of Santa Claus was performed by Chris Kringle. Special thanks go out to Jen Gray. New episodes of Santa's Inbox launch every Friday leading up to and including Christmas Eve. Remember to send your letters to Mr. Claus no later than one week in advance of the next episode to santas.xmas.inbox at gmail.com. This is Buford Crank speaking, and this was a 63 audio production in association with the Mutual Audio Network, recorded, mixed, and mastered on location at the North Pole! Sixty-three audio. This is mutual. <laughs>